It's Mankato's Talk of the Town, connecting the community on News Sports Talk KTOE. Here's your host, Lisa Kay. All right, we are back here on Talk of the Town, nine minutes after 11 o'clock. Thanks for hanging out with Jessica Potter and I, Blue Earth County Historical Society. Hey, we're talking about what's going on at the History Center. And uh, the last time we had History Center discussion, you were still putting things back together and, and moving pieces around. And yep. And then I decided to take more things apart. You did and the thing that I do where you go to your closet. You're like, I'm going to I'm gonna clean out the closet. And instead of just tackling a shelf or uh-huh. a rack, you uh-huh. do everything. And then you sit in the middle of it and go, why did I do this? Yeah. Well, I was happy to say <laughs> I sat back and I went, wow, I'm so glad I did this. I'm glad. So we Come have, to my closet. We have been, well, you know, I'm an organizational freakazoid, so I would love <laughs> to tackle your closet. But anyway, um, no, we have been taking, 2024 is a refresh year and it feels awesome. So we have refreshed our gift shop. Um, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. We've refreshed um, an exhibit that is always free and open to the public. And so there's a, a great uh, exhibit called Blue Earth County's Main Streets. Um, it's kind of a play on some of the Front Street exhibit that was on display in the, the museum itself. Um, some of those pieces are down. We're adding more pieces about Blue Earth County's Main Streets. So um, not all main streets of commerce have the name Maine, okay. like ours was Front Street, um, or they could be, um, you know, just different names of, of streets. But sure. they're all, we, we kind of just classify on Main Street as that downtown business district. Yeah, the main drag. The main drag. And so that that exhibits there. Um, we opened a new uh, space for local artists to be have their work displayed. And then uh, we just decided, uh, my poor collections manager, while she was on vacation, we decided to uh, completely rearrange the whole museum. And um, so, yeah, there's that. And then we're building a brand new exhibit that's going to open on March 1st. Wow. So, And then there's another space that's still to come that I hope by late spring we'll have it. And then, oh, we're getting a new parking lot. So, Like it's actually happening. It huh? is actually okay. happening. So this is 2024 for the Blue Earth County History Center. It's a year there's of so refresh. Much. It's really exciting. Wow. Really exciting. All right. So do you want to you want to start with the um, the free exhibit? Yeah. Like, you want to tell me a little bit more about yeah, that? Yeah. So and... that's a really, it's fun. It's uh, the diorama that we have of downtown Mankato around the 1880s. Um, we moved it to the main level of the building. Uh, it's uh, It was so much fun to move it, um, to have the opportunity to really, well, we cleaned it um, just with brushes, mm-hmm. but um, to be able to get down and look. Um, and find some little stories and details. It was just a lot of fun oh. to kind of see it in a different light. Of course, that's, we, that's big because it's it it, like it, the moving of it had to have been a little daunting. You said fun, but like oh uh, well, no. There's actually the person, yeah, the person that built it okay. um, built it to be mobile. Okay. Um, the idea was that we were going to take it out and around the the county. Um, it's not that mobile um so that hasn't happened but he he created it so that it really isn't wasn't a big deal to physically move it um it was more 
uh, just the logistics. Okay. So, but that, that's been a real, I, but it makes sense in the space. It totally makes sense in the space. And I actually had one of our longstanding, uh, members. I was, she was in the building last week and she goes, well, where have you been hiding this all the time? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was in the museum. So it's, it's fun to put objects, um, that maybe have been on display for a while in a new light and give it a new interpretation. And so that's been a lot of fun. The other part about the, the new exhibit, Blue Earth County's Main Streets, is we are hoping um, to do a program every month featuring one of our county's community's main streets. Mm-hmm. So this month, um, we're starting with Mankato. Um, we, it's uh, just from logistics purposes, we, we sprung this idea on our, our other communities, and they're like, hmm, we need a little more time. So we're starting with Mankato. Um, so this Saturday, February 17th at 1 p.m. at the History Center, you can come down and learn more about the history of Front Street. Um, and Front Street is, uh, it's still there, but it is hidden under the Mankato Mall mm-hmm. and the Civic Center. Um, and it was this really incredibly vibrant uh, district that was completely altered um, from urban renewal. And so it's that's the story. And that's really was the the exhibit that we created a number of years ago was focused on Mankato's Front Street because it's a place that everybody went to, but now you don't really go to the same place. So okay. um, so we'll we'll do that and, and people will have the opportunity to hear a little bit more about that and Which check is, out the exhibit. That's good if you've done that Front Street walking tour that you have. That I, that will tie along. Yeah, because then you'll be able to see some of the pictures of the right. buildings, and um, so that will be a fun. It, it's a free program, um, a great way to spend a, a Saturday afternoon. You can come check out the exhibit, and then uh, you can. Our collections manager is the one doing the program, so we'll be able to talk to her a little bit. So that will be a, a fun thing coming up. All right, then there's an author coming next week. Yeah, we are that's another new uh, refresh for this year. We are also going to work really hard to have an author come every month as well. Uh, we have a lot of great uh, local authors and Minnesota authors and so we want to make sure that people have the opportunity to be engaged with our local um, local authors. Mm-hmm. And so the first one coming is author Jason Lee Willis, and he is—he was a, a teacher down at Maple River High School, oh. um, an English teacher, okay. and so he is—he's uh, written a, a couple of books now, and he is going to talk about his book, Tall Tales of Lesueur, and it's actually a kids' book that he wrote. Um, so it's a little—it um, it takes a, a fun little way of exploring Pierre Charles Lesueur, um, and he was uh, one of the early explorers in the area. And there's a lot of tall tales about him. And uh, so this is a book that is kind of taking those tall tales and really putting them into their historical context. And so it's a fun little book. Um, I always, when I think of Jason um, Willis, I think of him as a historian because of what his his context is always okay. kind of history related, but he is not. He is a storyteller. He says it himself that he's a storyteller and not a historian mm-hmm. because I do catch him sometimes. I'm like, mm, that's not right. He's like, well, that's because I'm not a historian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's uh, he's a fun, entertaining uh, guy. And so on Tuesday, 
February 20th at 6 p.m. at the History Center. There is admission for this one, uh, $10 for adults, $5 for school-age kids, and free for younger kids. Um, He will have his books available for people to pick up as well. That was my next question. Yeah, so great opportunity to meet one of our Blue Earth County authors. I like that you're going to be doing that. That's cool. It's always great to meet those people and then be able to take home their book. Yes. Yes. That's the idea. I'm excited about this one because it takes me back when I was looking at some of these Mr. Potato Head, the little people, (laughs) play kitchens, all of that. You're talking all about the stuff of kids and kids stuff in the exhibit that's going to be opening on March 1st. Yeah. So right around the corner, um, when I talked about doing a complete overhaul of the museum space, one of that, one of those, those big pieces is the construction of this brand new exhibit. And so our goal is to really take a look at the, um, the evolution of toys Mm -hmm. and what child's play. um, But just also the other things that just made, um, we're made up of being a kid and made up of childhood. And uh, so we're, we're, we're pretty good when it comes to those toys that were um, really old. Um, the, those are the ones that everybody, oh, yeah, that was my great grandma's. I don't want it anymore. But it's the stuff that we played with that are what don't make their way to the History Center so much. Because, well, heaven forbid, our stuff shows up in a museum, Right. Uh, that make, makes us old. Exactly. <laughs> so we are on a quest for more toys that are more recent, um, and we're looking for people to loan some of their toys. Um, of course, we have a limited space, so this isn't going to be, uh, you know, toys everywhere. Um, but it's a, it's a going to be a really fun exhibit. Uh, so, what would be the one toy that you would say has to be on display if we're talking about like a hundred year time frame of toys? Oh my or play? gosh. Um, what would be your one thing that you'd put on display that I have or, or that, that you I, just think has to be there? I would think something like a pogo stick. I would oh, think something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I would think something like, uh, I don't remember what they're called, but remember you'd put them around your foot and then you'd skip and then oh, the thing would spin. Yes. There was something on yeah, the Yeah, like Skippo, wasn't it called that? I don't or remember. Something like Skippo that? Skippo was a card but, game. Yeah, I that thought. was. Maybe but, it had multiple names. But, you know, also even in, in more recent history, those things that we don't have anymore, like those super toxic bubble that used to come in the tube with the little straw that smelled really bad, but you couldn't help but smell. You know what I'm talking about, right? I do know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like those things that we were given to play with. Here's shards of glass. You know, have or fun with that. Jarts. Yarn. <laughs> you know, those are so dangerous. <laughs> and we have a set at the History Center. They will be on display. Yeah. They won't be used. To no, be, they yeah. won't be used. So you're looking for things like that. Yeah, things, things, things that, that are just going to be that trigger like, oh, my gosh, I had that. Yeah. You know, uh, the collections manager and I, uh, we just go crazy. We're like, oh, my gosh, we have to put all of my strawberry shortcakes on display. Do they still smell? <laughs> they do. Oh, my goodness. They do. See? I still have my strawberry and shortcakes. Is that toxic or not? I mean, what were we oh, smelling? we're not going to think about that. <laughs> I think those probably those, those scratch and sniff stickers and the stinky mm. markers were probably toxic, but... You know, they all smelled like fruit. That's true. That's true. I had a little game when I was uh, growing up, and it was a a bumblebee inside a maze, a plastic maze that sat on top of it, and it was glued down, and then there was a magnet on a... Do you know what I'm talking about? uh, There was a magnet, like pen, and then you'd use it to, like, maneuver your bee around. uh Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tickle bee, I think that's what it was called. There we go. do it really fast. And also a game that I have that I can beat everybody at, we talked about this, is Rubik's Race. 
Rubik's race. It's one of those puzzles that is like a slide puzzle. Okay, okay, okay. Slide yep. puzzles. I'm mm-hmm. really good at slide puzzles. Got if it. You have those. Got it. Or you remember the game Perfection? Yes, that made me nervous. Yes, I think mm-hmm. it caused it, all the, our whole generation to have more anxiety. Yes, that and operation. Yes. Because you, yeah, exactly. Anyway, just so never knew. that's what's going to be so fun, fun about this exhibit. I mean, there'll be things, there should be, all generations should be able to find something that they can relate to and they remember and they can share stories. And then we're all about sharing stories. So that's going to open on March 1st. Uh, we are still putting things together and it, and it will evolve. We know it will because it's Because people toys. will be dropping stuff off too. It's toys so or if, we'll realize, oh my gosh, we did, for, how did we forget that? If somebody has things from the 1960s all the way up to 2000s that they want to see if you want to put on display do Mm -hmm. they need to give a call yeah just give us a call at uh 507-345-5566 of course we would love to have things on display just to have them on display but remember our job is to tell the history of blue earth county Mm -hmm. so that's a really big push for us is that it also has a connection and a story so even if you had photographs of kids playing with toys or you have the the I mean, I'm thinking back my birthday when I got my strawberry shortcake doll. There's a picture of me with it. You know, those are things that just all of a sudden make all of it just even more special. Do you know if there's any toys that you know of or that you have in the collection that are specifically from this area that made it bigger than or anything like that? Or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that came right out of here. Right. What like invented here. Um, There were some board games, um, but I'm not actually familiar off the top of my mind if there were any toys okay. that ended up kind of having their roots here and then went big yeah so if you know maybe you want to yeah. contact, contact the historical yeah definitely as well or something unique and yeah so Pretty we're cool. we're excited that's a that's going to be a really fun um exhibit and so we're we're working on that right mm. now that one opens up on friday march 1st and that's going to be another free exhibit and then we're going to be back uh in just a bit talking a little bit about um inviting you to the the meeting yes we have an annual meeting to yes. talk about in just a few jessica potter with the blue earth county historical society here on talk of the town today it's lisa k on your midday Welcome back to Talk of the Town. Here's Lisa Kay on KTOE. 11.25 here on Talk of the Town. Jessica Potter with the Blue Earth County Historical Society in studio with me. And there is an annual meeting coming up that you have. The purpose of an annual meeting is what? So um, most nonprofits um, will have an annual meeting to report out to their their shareholders, their stakeholders. Um, in our case, um, we are a member-supported organization. So it is an opportunity to report back to our membership to tell them what has happened in the previous year, give them a financial update, um, give them updates on projects, and then also to give them... Uh, this is going to be a big meeting for you then. Yeah. There's so much that There's happened. so much that's going on. And then also give them a look at what's coming up so that you have full... Um, as a nonprofit, you have that full buy-in from your membership, from your base. Okay. So that's the idea. And this is also the point where our new board members get elected into their seats to serve on, on our board of directors. And um, yeah, it's a it's a big meeting. Um, it is for our Historical Society members. Um, if you aren't a member, you can become one. You can even become one that day. Um, if you are interested in learning more about what is happening with our organization. So we'll have our business meeting at... Um, on Saturday, March 2nd, 
um, starting at 1 p.m. at the History Center. And we'll do the meeting portion. And then the building will be open for self-guided tours um, to see all of the new exhibits, to see all of the new changes. Um, And we usually, like, have all of our nooks and crannies open so everybody can kind of wander and explore. And so that's the the idea. All right. So this is not open to the public, but if you are a member, Mm -hmm. and like you said, you can become a member that day. This isn't, this. yeah, this isn't like a club that you have to have, you know, give us the password to get into (laughs) or anything. So if you love uh, history, if you love the work that we are doing and you want to support that, that's how how easy it is to become a member. And then we invite you to attend our annual meeting. All right. So that one's coming up. This will all be on the the website and social media. Yes, it is all on our website. It's all on our Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. What is the most recent podcast that you and Jeff just produced? Can you do you remember which one that was? How do I forget when we just did it? Um, <laughs> There's oh so many of them. Though. There I mean, is. We have over have, sixty of them. Was it a park or something like that? Oh, we guys... just keep cranking them out. Yeah. They're they're awesome. I mean, we're we're having so much fun doing them. Um, and if you are uh, like, what are they talking about? We have a podcast that runs on K two E on Saturday mornings at eleven o'clock. It's called Surrounded by History. Um, all of the back episodes are um, free, downloadable on our website at Blue Earth County History com and you honestly there's there's over 60 of them you, you pick a topic that you want to listen to and then there's always one that's airing on the radio on Saturday mornings at 11. All right easy enough to find we're going to get some more information on all of that and then of course I, I know a lot of people just attach <clears throat> the uh, historical society to the Hubbard House yeah. um, that's is that closed now? The Hubbard House is closed for the season it will reopen uh, Memorial Day weekend. Okay. We'll get that on the calendars. Yeah. All right. Stick around. We'll be right back with Jessica Potter from the Blue Earth County Historical Society talking a little bit about family day. How can you bring the whole family out? A good thing to uh, to do if you need a place to go and something to learn. You can go explore the History Center Museum. We'll be back in just a bit. Back on KTOE, it's Lisa K. Middays. Thanks for hanging out with Jessica Potter and I. We are hanging out and talking a little bit about what's going on at the Historical Society. And some of the things that are happening are uh, including Free Day. It's like a, uh, a, I should say, Family Day. Mm-hmm. At the Family History Day, Center. Free yeah, Day. Free Day. Yeah. Which we like. We like a free. Yeah. Yeah. And whether you've got grandkids coming over or whether you've got kids of your own. Exactly. Or Or you just want to go hang out at the museum. So we actually, right now, uh, the museum is free for everyone until the end of February. So that is one of our, we're not charging admission um, for the whole month of February. That's a month of kindness. It's a month of kindness because our museum, as I've already... Random acts of kindness. You're already doing it. (laughs) As I've already mentioned, has been upheavaled a little bit so there's still things to see but not quite as many Um, and so while we're in the construction zone um, with our museum space we uh, do have the whole history center is free research center there's still admission but um, there's it's free but um, for this point going forward um, we've done this for the past couple of years is the second Saturday of every month is a free Saturday Um, we call it family day but it's really just a free Saturday a free opportunity for people people to come uh, check out everything that the History Center has to offer. Uh, this past Saturday was our family day and it was plum full. Packed, huh? It was. We had like over 40 people with nice. kiddos and all ages and it was so much fun. They were making valentines 
And uh, th- we've started setting up a little spot where you can uh, watch a movie and just, you know, spend the day at the History Center. So we're excited about that. So the next one will be on March 9th. Um, and because we'll be close to St. Patrick's Day, we'll have to do a little bit of um, Irish traditions um, cool. for our March family day. Tell me a little bit about the research center. You said that's the one place that it's still, that's not going to be free. But what do people do inside the research center and how can the general public use the research center? Yeah, the research center is really um, where you have the opportunity to do family history research. If you're researching a house or a building or your um, business, it's, it's the archives. Um, And so it's where we have all of those archival resources at your fingertips, um, photographs, maps, atlases, um, lots of indexes and microfilm, newspapers on microfilm. So all of those resources are there. So think of it as a library, um, a history library, but we're not a lending library. Mm -hmm. So you can um, look at our materials on site. We have a a great collection of books. Uh, You just can't check anything out. Right. So that's the opportunity to like copy things for a charge or something. There's the, yep. So if you find like your great grandma's obituary, you can make a photocopy of it, add it to your, um, your collection of family history and all of those pieces so so do you ever have you know students coming in and doing research there Mm -hmm. for their different things yeah sometimes um if they are working on a like a minnesota history day project okay and they pick something that's really local um then they'll come in and do research we also love to have the opportunity with different um classes at the university settings where they're learning research skills, mm-hmm. um, and that way they can see what a primary source is, a secondary source, and understand how 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 it's not Wikipedia, how it's not Wikipedia, <laughs> and how not everything on the internet or not not everything is on the internet. Um, and so, yeah, a research center is a it's a great place if you are interested in Blue Earth County history. Now, do you have to be a member to use this, or can we just pay by? I want to come in today, and it's X amount or whatever. Right. Okay. If you are a member, it's free. Okay. Um, otherwise, there is an admission point to. Um, using the resources. Okay, sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, the the campaign uh, you mentioned that the the parking lot is getting worked on, so that's exciting. It was the, well, it will be. Is that the patio coming next or what? Well, the parking lot will start to be under construction. Um, at the end of April, beginning of May. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is really exciting. This is honestly 10 years in the making. Um, we've been working on this project. It's going to have a huge impact on just how accessible the building is, how easy it is to navigate, um, how easy it is to find. We're kind of in a weird spot. So we're really, really excited about this. Um multiple layers to this parking lot project not only is a new surface um which literally you could take a piece with you if you come to visit it's how bad <laughs> it is um i think are our, you gonna save any of this in the uh, i don't know that our parking lot literally i can date it back to the 80s is when our parking lot was oh, built my. they are not supposed to last that long but we're a nonprofit, and we make things last way longer than they're supposed to. Right. Um, and so this parking lot just so desperately needs a 
to be re just completely ripped up and started over again. Um, and then there is a brand, there's brand new planting beds that are going to be put into place. And we're really focused on prairie planting mm-hmm. um, and then being able to do some interpretation um, of that and be able to teach people more about um, native prairie and what that was like. Um, Blue Earth County was on the edge of the the, the prairie and the, the big woods. And yeah. so to be able to to tell more of that story. And then we have a, um, a, a patio space that is going to be an opportunity for people to buy commemorative donor bricks. And um, that's what this whole patio will be made up of names and places and people and all this wonderful stuff to really um, bring the history that's in the History Center outside. And so we're really excited about all of these pieces. This is our summer 2024 project. Um, we're still in the midst of our fundraising campaign. We're about uh, 30% of our goal right now. Okay. Um, so we're, we're making progress. We just have a, we have a ways to go um, for this week, um, starting yesterday until next Wednesday. Um, all donations uh, to the Blue Earth County Historical Society will be matched. Nice. So it's a great opportunity to do random acts of kindness, mm-hmm. uh, to show some love to a local nonprofit. Um, any donation, any new membership, um, any new recurring gift, uh, they will all be matched by a generous donor. How do we donate then? There's so many easy ways to, to donate. Um, you know, my favorite is to come down and visit us um, it, because then you can we can chat with you. But otherwise, you can mail a check. You can donate online on our website, which is blueearthcountyhistory.com. And then there's a little donate tab. Uh, give us a call. We can take credit cards over the phone. Um, also, if you go on our website, it will direct you to where you can buy your commemorative brick right online. So, Do you know how many of, of those you have sold right now? Yeah, I think we're up to about 40 cool. of them okay. have been sold. I think it's around 40 or 50. Um, and really, it's unlimited. I've had people ask, like, oh, well, you can only have 100? No, we can have as many as we want because mm-hmm. we can always make new patio spaces. Right. That's my theory. Like, if, you know, we want to, we'll just make more patio. Um, so it, the opportunity right now, we'll, we'll do, of course, we want to get as many in in this, this first big wave that when the construction is underway, they get to be placed first, right? Because once that once we have the patio in place, um, then it won't you won't be able to put those new donor bricks in mm-hmm. quite as often. That's going to be a little bit more of a process. But um, so yeah, the goal is, is we can sell as many before May. That would be fantastic. Well, let's get it done. If you have any other questions and people want to reach out to you, where do they email? Yeah, you can um, again. Our website is blueearthcountyhistory.com. Um, so the same concept is our our email addresses. You can reach out to me at director at blueearthcountyhistory.com. Um, we've got some really great little special projects. So if you're listening, you're like, oh, I would love to help buy a bike rack or um, I. I'd really love to help with some public art in this new space or whatever. We would love to chat because we've we've got a lot of a lot of dreams right now. We're we're on the the practical stuff, but there's always some you know extra gumdrops on top of the Sunday <laughs> that we could be adding. Um, and so, if you want to be a part of, of making the history center's exterior look even better, uh, I'd love to chat. And go ahead and find those podcasts. Great things to have on while you're cooking or doing some gardening or Thanks. maybe taking a walk, whatever. But they're all available. They're all archived on your site as well. They are. They are. They're just a, a click away. 
All right, Surrounded by History. And Jessica Potter, always love having you in. Thank you. Are you going to stick so around for my um, word of the day or something? Oh, of course I have to stick around for the word of the day. I think you have to come up with it. No, I'll stick around for it. <laughs> Darn it, I was trying to get somebody else to do my job again. Back on KTOE, Lisa K on uh, Almost Done Today, Jessica does have, you actually do have a word of the day. I do, I found it. It's on dictionary.com. Okay. And the word of the day for February 15th is Teradiddle. Teradiddle. How do you spell it? T-A-R-A-D-I-D-D-L-E. And what does it mean? Teradiddle. It is first referenced in the 1790s, and it means a small lie or a fib. An example of it is, in her memoir, the author admitted to embellishing certain events with harmless teradiddles <laughs> to make them more captivating for readers. That sounds funny. Is that a fun word? I like the word of Teradiddle. the day. Oh, Jessica, good to have you in. Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for coming in.